What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in this video, I'm going to be going through some of the top buy low trade targets heading into week nine of the fantasy football season. So I feel like these players are pretty close to the bottom in terms of where they're going to be valued rest of season. I think these guys maybe have struggled the past couple of weeks, but I think they're really going to pick it up throughout the rest of the year. Um, but let's just dive right into the first guy. We're going to start off here with Cooper Cup. Now I will say that if Matthew Stafford is going to be out for a significant amount of time with that thumb injury, then I definitely cool off on you know going out and buying cup so this is going to be assuming that you know Matthew Stafford's thumb is fine and then I'd be interested in Cooper Cup at this point and I feel like he's a prime buy low over the past two weeks Cup has gone for 6.9 and 6.1 PPR points if you drafted Cooper Cup especially with the injury you expected him to miss you know maybe four or five six weeks but then you expected him to come back and give you that crazy Cooper Cup ceiling right previous seasons 20 plus points per game locked in and he has not been that through four games back the thing here with cooper cup is that it's not like he's being underutilized all of a sudden the past two weeks he's not super involved the passing volume's low he has not had a role change he's actually been targeted 17 times over the last two weeks it's actually pretty tough to be targeted 17 times and only score 13.1 ppr points so it's really not a concern in terms of his volume and we have to remember, Cup was still a monster coming off of IR, so it's not like this is some sort of like injury concern where he's not the same guy. Uh, his first two games off the injured reserve was 8 for 118, and then he went 7 for 148 in a touchdown. There are very few other wide receivers that I would not give up to bring in uh, Cooper Cup here. Some of the guys I'd be looking to potentially trade for him, I'd give up a guy like CeeDee Lamb, even coming off his monster game. Guys like Brandon Ayuk, Devontae Adams. I know Adams isn't really a buy low or a sell high at this point because he struggled. And I also think he's a decent buy, but maybe he balls out on uh, Monday Night Football. These are going to be the only wide receivers that I view either ahead of Cooper Cup or in the same range as him. So we have Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Jamar Chase, Amon Rossing Brown, and Keenan Allen. And then you throw Justin Jefferson in that mix. Um, do think he takes a hit with uh, Kirk Cousins likely out for the year. And not saying that Justin Jefferson can't produce with a different quarterback, but are they still going to be competing? Are they going to be rushing Justin Jefferson back? So that's kind of up in the air. But you can see that list. There are very few wide receivers I would not give up to bring in Cooper Cup. If someone thinks Cup is slipping or they don't like this offense, they think Puka's too involved, I would be going out and bringing in Cooper Cup if you can buy low on him. Now, my next buy low is going to be T. Higgins, and there's no way around the fact that he has been a massive disappointment to start off the season. It's kind of weird. There was like that pocket of wide receivers. It was like wide receiver twos on their offense as you had Jalen Waddell, Devonta Smith, T. Higgins, and Waddell and Devonta Smith both had big games this past week, but it just kind of felt like all three of them had been pretty disappointing to start off the year. People were starting to panic, especially on Devonta Smith. He bounces back. So does Jalen Waddell. I feel like for T. Higgins in this rough start, it's very easy to kind of pinpoint where things have gone wrong so far. So you start off the season with an injured Joe Burrow, and the Bengals passing attack as a whole was just rough. So week one, he has the goose egg game. Week two, he actually has a monster performance. And then week three kind of falls back down to earth. And with Joe Burrow kind of hurt, we saw the Bengals really go, you know, targeting heavy to Jamar Chase. T. Higgins is just not going to be that guy when they're locking in on one dude just trying to target funnel. So that kind of hurt T. Higgins early on in the season. Then he leaves early in week four with a rib fracture. He misses week five. He returns in week six, but is very limited. He plays less than 60% of the snaps, so not really even logging a real game in two of those. Yesterday, he was fine. Five receptions for 69 yards, but still nothing crazy. 
in my opinion, T. Higgins is like a screaming clear buy low at this point. Burrow looks like he's 100% back. He went 28 of 32 for 283 yards and three passing touchdowns against the 49ers defense. If Burrow is back, I am very confident that T. Higgins is going to ball out throughout the rest of the season. We just have to look back at the last two seasons. T. Higgins has proven he is very, very talented. He was the wide receiver 13 in points per game in 2021. Then he was the wide receiver 19 in points per game in 2022, and that included him playing uh, less than 20% of snaps in two games. So in terms of games where he was fully healthy, he was much closer or might even have been like a top 12 wide receiver. So when healthy and Joe Burrow is good to go, T. Higgins is a fringe wide receiver one. I feel like at this point, you may be able to buy him at like a wide receiver three price tag just with how much he struggled. But T. Higgins is someone I'm very confident can turn it around. If Joe Burrow is good to go, like we saw this past week, I love buying low on T. Higgins here. Now, this is pretty much going to be like a wide receiver buy low video. The next guy is going to be Nico Collins. He comes out, has a down game after the bye, six targets, four receptions for 30 yards. This was by far CJ Stroud's lowest passing volume game, um, actually by like over 50 yards in terms of his low. I still think Nico Collins is a nice option here. He should still be operating as their wide receiver one, paired with CJ Stroud, who's already been very impressive as a rookie to start off the season. Stroud should continue to get better rest of season. And I feel like Nico Collins has had a little bit of underwhelming production over the last few weeks combined with, you know, the buy in there. And then the fact that he wasn't a super established name heading into the season, I feel like it opens up a nice buy low window for him. These are just some guys I'd be willing to give up at this point. Um, some people may disagree with this. Guys like Tyler Lockett, DeAndre Hopkins, I'm actually going to talk about as a sell high, probably give up D-Hop, Gabe Davis. Now, obviously you'd like to aim lower, you know, guys like Gabe Davis in that range, but I am pretty high on Nico Collins rest of season. So I would give up guys like D-Hop or Tyler Lockett if it did come to it. And then my final buy low player is going to be Drake London. And it seems like we may have finally seen the transition uh, from Desmond Ritter to Taylor Heineke. It is possible that they end up pivoting back to Desmond Ritter for their next game, but still at like the very least, he's going to be on a very, very short leash because they did opt to bench him for Taylor Heineke in this game. And even though Taylor Heineke is not some sort of like amazing real life NFL quarterback, he has proven with his time with the commanders that he can support his top weapons. And that is what I think Drake London is in this offense. He, we did see him leave early with a groin injury, but after the game, he said he should be fine. So just like Cooper Cup with Stafford, obviously only trade for London if it looks like his health is going to be good moving forward. So far, Drake London has proved that he is a very, very talented wide receiver. He just hasn't had the quarterback play to really take him to the next level. I think Taylor Heineke could be that. He came in, he was solid, 12 for 21, 175 passing yards and a touchdown. Drake London has actually been a very consistent option ever since like the first three weeks of the season. So over the last five games, he has scored 10 plus PPR points in all five of them, averaging 14 points per game over that stretch. And that's while only getting into the end zone one time. So it's not even like he's being carried by touchdowns. For me here with Drake London, I love the talent. I think he's now going to be getting the quarterback moving forward. And that's why I'd be going out trying to buy low on Drake London. So four wide receivers, I'd be interested in, you know, just kind of poking around, seeing how the uh, owner's feeling. Cooper Cup, T. Higgins, Nico Collins, and Drake London. If you guys enjoyed the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. I'll have my waiver wire targets up and then also uh, some sell high players. So check those out if you are interested. Thank you all for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.